0: Good morning. Good morning. Today's gospel, we hear three very distinct but very interesting parables that Jesus has for us. And I think if we reflect on them and we, we kind of get the context in which he's speaking, these three parables can give three very, very big truths for our lives. I think they, they're, within them are these these seeds um, of truth that if we receive, and we receive properly, can bear much fruit in our lives. All of, all of these parables, Jesus is breaking down what the kingdom of heaven is. What is the kingdom of heaven? Now, if, in my thought, if Jesus is going to liken the kingdom of heaven to a field of wheat, or a field of crops, I would think it would look something like a, a, a well-kept sugarcane plot. Perfectly straight rows, good healthy stalks of sugarcane, probably a couple of kids running around in them like they shouldn't be. But, a, a good healthy crop. Doesn't have much, much weeds, doesn't have much other stuff. Just good, healthy crop. Likewise, if, if Jesus is gonna say that the kingdom of God is like a plant of some sort, I would think like a tree, like an oak tree, like a big, nice, beautiful oak tree, full leaves, or, or like a magnolia tree with like some nice flowers on it, a redwood, like something that's mighty and strong and big. Lastly, the kingdom of heaven is like food, if he's going to say it's like bread, I would think it's going to be like a donut or some, some like king cake or something good, but not like the yeast, the smallest part in the recipe. He doesn't say that the kingdom of God as a field is, is a perfect cane field or a perfect crop. He doesn't say that the kingdom of heaven is like a redwood. He said it's like a mustard seed. It doesn't grow into something huge, but grows into a bush. And like I said, He doesn't say that it's the sugary finished product, but that it's the smallest part of the recipe in the yeast. Jesus doesn't, like God does not work in our expectations. God works beyond our expectations. Like the Lord is going to bring about his kingdom the way that he sees fit and the question is are we willing to cooperate with that process if we take the first parable, the seeds the wheat and the the weeds in this field if we really reflect on it the weeds and the wheat the weeds that are being talked about in this were a plant called a darnell plant and what it was is, at a young age, whenever they're growing, you couldn't really tell the difference. They look a lot alike between wheat and this Darnell plant. So, whenever his, when the servants of this household are saying, do you want us to go out and to cut down all the weeds? The master says, no, 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 slow down, slow down. I don't want you to do it because you may kill some of the crop, right? Makes a lot of sense. Instead, we'll handle it at the end. How, can, how was it that they were gonna tell the difference between the weed and the wheat? The wheat plants bore fruit, the weeds didn't. They just took, they just sucked up the nutrition out of the soil. They choked away some of the life that should have been for the wheat. We're called, I think reflecting on that, we're called, as we grow, to bear fruit. To bring about fruit for the kingdom. In the second parable, the mustard seed. The mustard seed, the smallest of all the seeds. Tiny. But it grows into something big. Into, something, into a bush that birds, can, that birds can live in. In our own lives, do we stay small? in our spiritual life? Do we follow the example of a Mother Teresa or a Saint Therese of the Lisieux and keep ourselves small before the Lord? Recognizing that while small, we can be powerful. We have the potential for great things. Similarly, the last of the parables, the yeast, the smallest of any recipe for bread. But it has the biggest impact it makes the bread rise. Small, but potent. Little, but powerful. In all of these parables, they challenge us. They challenge us in ways of how is it that we're living out our Christian life beyond the church, like beyond being here on Sundays. Do we bear fruit? Do we remain small and not prideful? And are we willing to be the yeast, the leaven, in our society? In our families? In our schools? Our workplace? With friends? In those courts of public opinion where we have to stand up and say and live boldly, Yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. In thinking about these three very small parables, very simple truths, it takes a lot, it takes a lot of courage to live in this way, to bear fruit, to remain small, and to be willing to kind of penetrate all of society to be that bold witness of Jesus. We're strengthened through the mysteries of the faith that we proclaim here. Through the baptism that we've received, through the confirmation, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that has brought our heart that has brought our experience of Jesus to maturation. And we're strengthened by the food we receive here at this altar do we take that witness out with us there was a story that I once heard it was a, a a priest was talking he said there was this there was this homeless guy who was really really sick and he would hang around this church from time to time well after daily mass a lady walked out and saw that he was like a funny shade a funny color you could just tell he needed to go to a hospital. The guy asks for help. The lady walks over and says, Look, I'm, yeah, I'll help you. I'm, I'm willing to help you. Let's see if we can get the priest. So she knocks on the door. No, not, like on the door of the rectory, no answer. Tries to call, no answer. She can't find him after Mass anywhere. So what she does is she, says, you know, she gets frustrated and she says, Fine, I'm going to take you to the hospital myself. She brings him to the hospital. Everything's okay. The next time she goes back to the church, though, she was looking for the priest. And she was ready to jump on him. She catches the priest. She says, Father, I cannot believe that the church was not here for this man. We want to serve the poor. We want to be there for the people. But the church was not here for this man. And the priest looks at the woman very patiently and says, What happened? You took, did you take him to the hospital? Yes, I did. The church was there. You're the church. My brothers and sisters, we all make up the church. We all have a job to do in proclaiming and sharing our faith. And there's people in your family that only you can speak to about Jesus. There are people in your workplace that need to hear the word of God, and you are their lifelong you are the person that God's relying on to reach out to them. Your schools and your classrooms, same thing. Think of one person in your family. Think of one person that you you cross paths with each day that need to hear Jesus' name. I think everyone here has a person in mind that they know I can reach out to that person. Imagine a world, imagine a church, imagine a community of faith that we all live with that missionary zeal to go and proclaim Jesus' name to those who are closest to us, those who we live next to, who we work next to, who we are in community with daily. We will if if we do that, we'll bear fruit. If we remain prideful, I mean if we remain humble and little in the eyes of God. And it's in this way that we become the leaven of the world. In this way we become that light to the nations, a light in the darkness. Let us this day Allow this sacrament, this food that we receive, strengthen us and nourish us for that missionary journey, in that missionary zeal that we're all called to have.